Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Muriel Smith. Muriel is the executive director at St. Louis Area Diaper Bank, which strengthens low-income families in the St. Louis region by ensuring access to an adequate supply of diapers. Hi, Muriel. Hello, how are you? And diapers, you need a lot of them. We do need a lot having of the diapers. baby and, and diapers, it is amazing how many diapers you go through. Definitely, yeah, there's a lot. Last year alone, we gave away 3.3 million diapers um, in the St. Louis community. So that just shows you how many you need to, to diaper one, just one baby. Oh my gosh, so tell me, how did this all get started? Um, the organization was started in 2014. Um, uh, our founder saw a commercial, I think, or a news story about another diaper bank in another state and saw that we didn't have one here in St. Louis and decided to start one to fill the need here in St. Louis. And so we've grown uh, from there. That's amazing. And it's such a great, I mean, it's amazing how these, it's such a simple thing but it makes such a huge difference. So how do people find out, like what, how do families get to you? So our model of service is through partner organizations. We partner with other nonprofit organizations that provide other resources that families might need. So not just diapers. We provide the diapers to those partners and they in turn provide those to their constituents, their clients, and to the community at large. And where does one keep 3.3 million diapers? <laughs> uh, in a very large warehouse. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying to picture this in my head. That's a lot of diapers. <laughs> it is a lot of diapers. Uh, so we, you know, we're, we find ourselves ordering diapers. So we do diapers through a couple different avenues in-kind donations through the public. And then we have a group of community ambassadors that collect diapers throughout the year at different diaper drives. We also uh, purchase diapers at a huge volume because we are part of the National Diaper Bank Network that has a partnership okay. with Huggies. And oh, we, can, cool. we can purchase diapers at 16 cents per diaper, <clears throat> excuse me, and which is much cheaper than if a, a family wanted to, to purchase a box of diapers for their child. And so we can purchase those at huge volumes to be able to provide those diapers uh, to the community. That's amazing. And you're involved with other things other than diapers. We certainly are. Last year, we started our period supply program. It's St. Louis Alliance for Period Supplies, uh, which is also connected to a national organization uh, of the same name. And we distributed close to 500,000 period supplies in the St. Louis region last year. So again, I mean, I don't, people do not understand that that really does affect some families. That it's like, we don't have enough to, we don't have enough money to, to purchase what you need. So you're just gonna have to stay home from school or you're not gonna be able to, you know, go anywhere for a few days. That, that is, I mean, I can't imagine how that affects a person. Yeah, it, not having enough 
period supplies or access to period supplies or diapers does affect literally everything you do. Um, families have to provide a supply of diapers to daycare. If you don't have the money to purchase those additional diapers outside of the ones that you are using yourself at home, that's a hardship. And you may not be able to take your child to daycare because of that. And you may also miss days of work or not be able to work because you have to take care of your child. The same if you, if you have a period, if you don't have access to period supplies on a monthly basis, you may miss work or school. You may be using other types of um, things that are not sanitary or, uh, you know, are, aren't good for your health, like socks or rags or toilet paper. And it really does affect your mental health as well um, on not being able to have diapers for your child and not being able to have the, the supplies that you need for yourself. Oh my gosh, absolutely. What, what else don't we know about this connection between, you know, the diapers and the period supplies? What else do we not know? Well, I think what we don't really think about is, is the mental health component of not having access to either of those things for families and for individuals. People just don't think about that, how that really affects your mental well-being as well as your health, but just not being able to uh, do things that you would normally or anyone would normally be able to do because you don't have what we title basic or essential need items. And these right. are need items. So these are things that, you know, if you have a child, that's an essential need for your child. If you have a period, period supplies are an essential need for you. And it just really grades on your mental health and not, not knowing that you don't have access to those or can't afford those. And I think we don't talk about that enough about the mental health component of, of not having these things that everyone you know, would normally widely have access to. Well, and, and maybe we got a little taste of it when, you know, toilet paper was running in short supply during COVID. You realize this thing that you just thought, oh, I can just pick up at the store whenever I need. I can, you know, purchase packs of 80, you know, at right. my local whatever <laughs> store. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, wow, they're out. Oh, they're out. I mean, you know, that is a basic, basic thing that without it it would definitely create huge issues for everybody. Right. You know? Most definitely. Yeah. And, and it does. Um, I think it, it's one in three families across the country experience diaper need. And I believe one in five people that have, have periods experience period poverty. So not okay. having access to these things is really affects everything that you do um, and we do our small part to try to assist people with that by providing these products for free and, and having these products uh, distributed throughout the St. Louis community for free to help with that need. So who are some of the people that you distribute? And that sounds like a lot of work to just get the diapers to the right people all the time. Yeah, it is. So that's that really is why we have this partner uh, model for our program. 
We have different types of organizations, both small and large community ones um, that are just in a specific community and then ones that are serving the entire St. Louis region so that we can ensure that we are providing those products to the ones that are to people that that most need them. So we have organizations that are in healthcare. We have uh, a lot of parents as teachers organizations. We have small community organizations like Sweet Babies um, and uh, some mid-sized ones like Ep Epworth and Lutheran Family and Children's Services. And these are organizations that are providing services to mainly low-income um, people that need, you know, the resources that they're providing in addition to diapers and period supplies that we provide. Do you guys also supply like the wipes and things they need around all of that? We do not currently. We do get in donations for those types of things. Wipes, uh, we have sometimes get incontinence products as well. But we currently are focusing our, uh, our resources on diapers and period supplies. But we do have what we call a partner pantry. So when we do get those items in and our partners come in every week and pick up their diapers or period supplies, they can access that partner pantry and take those items that they might need for their constituents or their clients. That's awesome and so appreciated. Wow. I mean, what a great, I mean, I just think it's amazing that this, it's not something you think about every day unless you have a baby. And then when you have the baby and you think, my word, how many diapers am I going to go through in a day? And I just remember also being um, very confused about the number of type of diapers there are now. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just, it's, it's a whole thing. I mean, my, my, my mom was telling me that, you know, the, when we were, when I was a baby, she's like, it was like, there's the diapers. That's it. Those diapers, you know? And, and then as we got older and we, you know, her children were having children. She said, I went to the diaper aisle and got lost. I thought, what, <laughs> what in the world? It's like an entire aisle of different types of diapers now, you know? So yeah. it's, it's amazing just what has happened with diapers over the years, but also the fact that what hasn't changed is how, how needed it is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we, we keep in our warehouse, we have diapers for preemies. We have di hypoallergenic diapers in all different sizes. Um, we're not yet doing cloth diapers, but we do sometimes get those in donations. So, and, and their sizes range from newborns all the way up to size seven. We also have uh, trainers, which are for older kids that are learning to potty train. So there's a wide range of uh, different types of, of diapers that parents have access to now that even when my kids were young, I didn't know, you know, hypoallergenic was a thing. Yeah, I didn't even so, know it was a thing until you said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense, but yeah. So tell yeah. us this, how can people find out more about St. Louis Area Diaper Bank and how can they donate and become a part of your world? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, so they can visit our website, uh, which is stldiaperbank.org and find out more about both um, our diaper program and also about our period supply program and about how we, how we do distributions and groups that we distribute to. 
Um, they can also donate uh, in cash or, sorry, d- uh, dollar donations um, to our organization to help support us to provide those 3.3 million diapers that we did last year to the community. And we also take in-kind donations. So uh, if, and we sometimes put out there periodically on our social media and through emails if we're looking for specific sizes for the public to, to donate and they can donate those and bring those directly to our warehouse. So, um, and they can call ahead if they want to. And we do have uh, a huge event that we do every year in September called fill the warehouse and it's during, um, diaper need awareness month. And people will have a lot of information around that coming up soon about how people can uh, donate both uh, dollars and then also diapers as well. Very cool. And you guys are on social media, so everybody can keep up with you there and learn what's going on and take part in events and what have you. How did you guys fare over COVID? You know, we, like a lot of organizations, uh, our partners were shut down for a, a few months, um, like many of us were. But fortunately, we developed some new partnerships out of that. Our partnership with the St. Louis County Library and the St. Louis City Libraries, along with uh, food outreach and, and some other organizations, we were able to do drive-through distributions and get diapers and period supplies out to the community. So that was really great. I think about approximately a million of those distributions were through those drive-throughs. So we did really well in making sure that we were still fulfilling the need of, you know, people that needed diapers and period supplies during that time. That's awesome. I just posted recently. So, um, I have a Facebook group and it's, it's 100th ME for monkey effect. And it's all about kindness. And I just posted there was a couple that hid a thousand dollars of cash. Did you see that? I did and see like that. Yeah, diapers and <laughs> such, just for new parents. And I was like, that's so cool. I think at a Target or something. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, how cool that people just think I'm going to do this. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. wow, right? And what a cool thing for people to find. I mean, if you were having yeah, a bad and- day, I bet that turned it around. Yeah, very helpful, very, you know, surprising, lifting people's spirits, being able to help people. I mean, that that's great. And that was, you know, part of our, our model at the height of COVID when we were, we knew that people needed these items and there was a shortage and we had these items. And so, you know, we thought, how can we get these out? Who can we partner with? And luckily, we were able to find some partners and do all those drive-through distributions during that time. Awesome. I love people that know how to pivot. Good for you guys. (laughs) What you're doing is needed. So I have some kind of fun questions that are outside of the box. Maybe a little little bit about diapers, but, you know, just about about Muriel. Can we talk about Muriel? Yes. I want to get to know Muriel. Okay. So here are some of my questions. Um, have you ever been looking for a product on Amazon that was not there? <laughs> there's like everything on oh Amazon, but every once in a while, there's something not there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think I've, whatever I've ever looked for, for on Amazon is there. So 
Not yet, but now I'm going to start putting in all kinds of kooky things to see if they have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever, though, put in something and thought, what? Like, don't buy just, I mean, I, this is, every once in a while I'll think, oh, that sounds like a really, some really good chips that I haven't seen at my grocery store. And then you look on Amazon, it's like $20 for a bag of those chips. Like in yeah. my head, I'm seeing this person. It's like, yeah, these chips aren't here. And if you really want them, I'll go to the grocery <laughs> store and buy them and send them to you for 20 bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody's doing something because it's like, I'm not going to spend that much on a bag of chips. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's say I am a total Starbucks lover. So if I took you to Starbucks, what are you going to order? Oh, I'm so boring. I always get the, the same, <laughs> two of the same exact things. So I always get a, a non-fat uh, cappuccino um, with three raw sugars in it. So I'm very specific oh, then, in that There you way. go. All right. And I like that. Yeah. The other thing I get is a caramel macchiato. That's usually Those my afternoon, good. late afternoon drink. And then the, the uh, cappuccino is my morning drink. So you can drink coffee in the afternoon and still sleep at night? I can, surprisingly, yeah. I, I'm not, I think I've built up some kind of like to intolerance or tolerance to caffeine because it affects me in like no real way. No, but I know people that can do that. I can't. Like if I yeah. would have coffee at three o'clock, I, I could fall asleep, but I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, it's that coffee I drank. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so one of the, and you will, you, I guarantee you can answer this one because there's, um, you are kind, you are surrounded by kindness. But one of the questions I ask everyone is what have you witnessed around kindness recently? Whether it's, it's kindness you received or you gave, or you just saw, what is some great act of kindness top of mind? Oh gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, well, this is so probably uh, from my from my son who's eleven. Um, he's he's usually pretty pretty kind, but um, I think it it was when I um, I don't remember. I think I, I hurt myself or, or something like that. Like I was uh, cutting on the cutting board and accidentally sliced open my finger, and you know I was bleeding and. Um, I made a loud noise and he's like, Oh, what happened? And he came down and, he, you know, told me to rinse it underwater and then got a band aid for me. And, you know, he's, he's really good, like with taking Aww. care of, of people. So I thought I was like, Oh, great. I'm the mom, but he's taking care of me. So that's just, what's his name? Miles. Good job. Miles <laughs> must have a great mom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Somebody taught that child. Well, that is awesome. Well, Muriel, I thank you for all you're doing. Is there any other, I mean, do you guys have any other needs? Obviously you need donations and diapers, but are you guys looking for any other help right now? Yeah, we need volunteers. So our warehouse is completely run by volunteers. They, they all come in on a weekly basis package the diapers, put the period kits together. So if anyone has any time to come and volunteer in our warehouse to do that, that would be great. And they can go into our website and um, see what volunteer shifts are available and what times are available to come in. And do you have shifts, I'm going to guess, all day long, weekends, the whole thing? 
We do. We usually have one morning shift and one afternoon shift, and then we have one Saturday shift. Um, but we do also, if there are groups that are interested in volunteering in our warehouse, we will schedule group volunteer volunteering activities for those groups um, whenever they might be available to come in. Very cool. I love it. Well, Muriel, thank you so much for all that you're doing for families in St. Louis. I just thank you. Well, thank we need you. People Thanks for having like you. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone out there, you have been listening to Mishmash. Uh, and also, you know, while you're on Facebook, just come over to our group. It's 100th ME for Monkey Effect. Let's make the monkey effect all about kindness. See you there.